Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, a show for people who need a friend, where we tell how we met our best friend, the Holy Spirit, the stories of how he meets us in our everyday lives, and how you can meet him too. Good morning, Nick. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Ron. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm a little bit bloated, I got to tell you. I... I, uh, you're what? I'm bloated. Okay, was that like your stomach is full or what? Yes, okay. yeah. I, 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 I did something you're not going to believe. I cooked dinner for my son and myself last night. I cooked dinner. All right, well, and uh, you're capable. <laughs> you, know, you, you are. You're not stupid. <laughs> what temperature did you put the microwave uh, meal in? <laughs> I, that, that, is that supposed to be a shot because I don't take it as a shot? Well... <laughs> I just take it as a compliment. I know how to use a All right, what did you cook? What did you cook? Hamburger steak. Okay. With uh, with gravy. All right. Mushrooms and onions. Okay. And wait, 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 wait. And the pista is this. What, what do you? How do you say that? Pasta, whatever. The, then the topper was this. I made mashed potatoes. Okay. The hardest part is the gravy. What did you do with the gravy? I just put a can of. Uh, mushroom soup. Okay. A cream of mushroom soup in with the pan that I cooked the hamburger steak yeah. in, and then I dumped a bunch of mushrooms in it. Oh, that sounds good. Delicious. It, it it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I mean, my son, I, I think my son made it home last night um, <laughs> without having food poisoning. That's good. No, that's that's awful. That's always good for a middle-aged man to be able to cook for himself, and I really think that's an accomplishment. Congratulations. Is that what we are, middle-aged? <laughs> uh, if I'm middle-aged, I'm happy about that. Oh, yeah, I'm, I don't know what I am. Okay. What's well, up? What else is new? Well, I, uh, I was watching some old videos yesterday and remembering what Saturday mornings were like in my house. Maybe not Saturday mornings, but Saturday afternoons. I used to watch... Well, I think it was called Mid-Atlantic Wrestling. You, you ever watch any of that? Oh, let me tell you. When I was a little kid, like 15, 14 years old, I used to go to the arena. And uh, I would go see them. Some lady that was really into it in the neighborhood would take me. And it was amazing. It really was amazing. You, wait a second. You actually went yeah, to I, see the wrestling? I used to go see. You know, I was I probably younger than that, like 9 or 10 years old. It, it, where? In, at the Scope? Uh, no, it was at the Norfolk Arena. Now it's the Opera House, but back then it was the Norfolk Arena. We used to go there, and let me tell you, they were very violent, you know. And <laughs> well, wait a second, was the Opera House the Opera House, or was it? No, like, it was the uh, Norfolk Arena. Is, is this before they built the scope? Yes, it was. Yes, mm. it was old, good. It was a good time. Year old is dirt. I am. I am. I am. I'm not going to lie. People really know what the Norfolk no, Arena. No one is. knows what that. No. James Brown actually played the Norfolk Arena. Did you go see him? No, my brothers went to go see him. They so, were the only white dudes in there. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it affected them for the rest of their lives and became James Brown fans And as I became James Brown. Woo! I feel good. Woo, 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 woo. Like I know I should. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Look, 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 look. I, I'm surprised. You never told me that you actually went to. So were you like, did you believe that it was real? Yes, absolutely I believed it was and real. to this day? Mm, yes, I actually believe it's real in their own mind. Did I ever tell you? You know my story, right? What story? The story about... I've told you that story. But anyway, just keep on going. What's up? What? No, I want to hear the story. I want to... Come on. You can't start like <laughs> okay, that. Now, tell listen. me the story. All right, here's the deal. It's, it's, it's an interesting story because it's a real story. 
Uh, you know about I was in a band in the in the disco area. Yes, and in, was, the disco in, area? The di- in, in the disco area or the disco era, era, okay. era, right. era, and it was like a show band. You know what a show band was back then? A sh- uh, no. I'm, All right, here's the deal. I'm gonna get a sip of coffee. A later. show, ba- <laughs> a show band was basically a, a band that did cover tunes, and in the late evenings they would do a floor show, and the, we, we would walk out in the in the audience and set up in the dance floor. And we would do a floor show, and it consists of you know like musical medleys, skits, comedies, impressions, and it was all arranged like in a Las Vegas kind of style, flashy, fast-paced, lots of lights, and that's what I did actually for the first four or five years of my life after high school. Didn't go to college; just went straight into you. Um, you were a show business. I man. was a sh- actually I really was a show business. Traveled all over the nation, all, and, all uh, over the nation. All well, most of the East Coast. <laughs> okay, Mid Atlantic. <laughs> Okay, North, South Carolina, and Florida, and Virginia. Yeah, so you were kind of like these wrestlers. I mean, they're, they're mid-Atlantic wrestlers. Well, that's the point. Here's the deal. You want me to tell you the story of the wrestler? I, please. All right, here's the deal. We were playing... Do you know Do you know any wrestlers? Mm, Names? Well, I, when I, what I was thinking about was, like, I, the, the ones I used to watch, right? Wahoo McDaniels was one. Rufus R. Freight Train Jones. Yeah. I, I liked him. There was another guy named Paul Jones... Right, uh, right, which I, of course I connected with because I figured we must be related somehow. Remember Rodney Piper, R- Rowdy Roddy Rod- Piper, yeah, right, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Rowdy, yeah. Right, yeah. I remember, uh, I remember that. Then there, <laughs> I remember Nature Boy Ric Flair. Well, Woo! interesting, you're saying that. Okay, so let me tell you the gig here. So we're doing this floor show, and we're at the Hilton Underground in Raleigh, North Carolina. It was a club. The Hilton. The Hilton Underground was a beautiful club, and. On these particular nights, which was a Wednesday night, uh, the wrestlers would be coming into the Hilton late in the evening, just before the show, uh, and they would come every Wednesday, and they were performing, oh, excuse me, they were wrestling, not performing, they were wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, be careful. Yeah. and you um, get a lot of hate mail and about And they were there, and they, they, a bunch of wrestlers would come every day, every Wednesday, rather, and we did a show. And it was probably the most humiliating show in my, actually, I was more humiliated. That's probably the most humili. That was the most humiliating time in my life. But this this one show. Well, this one show. Here's the deal. I would have thought all of them were pretty humiliating. No, because no, I have seen some videos. No, they were good. This. Listen, here's the deal. Ric Flair, oh. the Nature Boy. Yeah, exactly what you just said. Nature Boy was sitting six feet away from me. Okay. No way. Yeah. He was there. I mean, he and he usually didn't do that. He was always in the back. But on this particular evening, let me tell you something. He had a woman that was just beautiful. Really? Oh gosh. Prettier than him. I, I didn't. Uh, oh, oh, let oh, me tell you something. He, he's the kind of guy. He's not take bad looking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the funny part. He really wasn't bad looking. But she had a beautiful woman. So you know, of course, you know, I'm a young guy. So I'm going to try to impress her and show her how you know smart and pithy and funny I am. Oh yeah. And one of the guys said, "Hey, listen, man. Congratulations, man. You got Ric Flair sitting right next to you." Mm. And I said, "Yeah, man." I said, "Hey, yo, yo, Rick. You know, I'm I'm bad. I don't know if you're I'm on stage. At this yeah, I'm point. on stage. Everyone's this watching. The spotlight's on. on Rick now. Yeah. I said, "Yo, you know, Rick. Glad to see you here. You know, and you know, he didn't. He was just looking at me, and you know, I just politely Can said, I ask you a question? Yeah, what? before you go on, what? is this was his hair really like that it, white? It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you could put the hair on the girl that he was with, and she'd be less beautiful, and she was beautiful." <laughs> So that's how beautiful he was. Anyway, I said, hey, Rick, uh, you know, just want you to know, man, hey, listen, I could take you down any time oh, in the ring. Oh, you did not say that. Yeah. And listen, not smart. the operative word was take you down in the ring. Okay? Oh, you said in the ring. In the ring. 
Okay, yeah. is that is that clear? That's clear. To I me. didn't say the club. <laughs> I didn't say the restaurant. I didn't say in Charlotte. I said the club. Yeah. I said, excuse me. I said the ring. How old are you? I'm like 21. Pretty stupid. Yeah. Well, it was stupid because truthfully, this is what happened, and this is this is not even a joke. Actually, I'm getting kind of. Are you triggered? Well, yeah, it's it's very Are you embarrassing. Angry? Well, listen, he stands up slowly. How tall is he? Listen, he's huge. Okay, he's huge. He was tall, and he had this. I remember it. It was a white, you know, those over collared disco shirts. Yeah. It was a white satin. Um, I have my eyes closed, just picturing it right now. And he was tall, over co- these collars that were huge in his. You know where his button was first button? All the way down to his belly button. Oh, so he's like your brother. Oh. <laughs> That's a shout out to you, And Dino. he looks at me, Ron, with his baby blue eyes. And you, you know, you're, a, you're very descriptive. Yeah, because it's, you know, yeah, it was very embarrassing. And, uh, and he looks at me like he's going to kick my A. Okay, like he's gonna your A, yeah, my and your butt. B and your C and everything, yeah. He's gonna kick my butt, and and I swear the audience is looking at you know how you can say the eyes tell all. Yes. Well, the eyes told all, and uh, your eyes are his. His eyes, his eyes. He was gonna kick my butt. Yeah. Okay? And he, no, no BS. Right Let me there. tell you why. Let me tell you how I know this because several weeks later, the the wrestlers got kicked out of uh, the Hilton Underground because there was a fight. Every single Wednesday, and that's why I'm telling you, was it, when you said it was it real or not real? Listen, it is real because they were crazy people, and they would fight each other for real fighting, and they would accidentally or not, sometimes actually fight customers because a customer would be stupid like what I just did and said, "Hey, I can take you." Oh. They actually got kicked out of the club and they weren't allowed. So when yeah, he looked no, at me, yeah. I said, uh, "He he was about to kick my tail," and I was in. Had total- you ever had your? Tail kicked by Never. I've never been in a fight. Never done anything. Let me <laughs> take a sip. <laughs> You've never been in a fight in your life. No. And on and on stage it just pops into your head to stick your finger in the face of Nature Boy Ric Flair and tell him you could take him. Yeah, it was stupid. The audience was looking at me like Mr. T used to say, I pity the fool. I pity okay. They were looking at me and saying, I you know, they were just I, in I shock. pity the fool. I started to feel like Pee Wee Herman a little bit. And I, you know how you were they had, laughing? Was the no, crowd laughing? No, no one was laughing. Was it like no. dead silence? And the stupid band stopped their little riff on the guitars, and it was just dead silence. It was me and Rick looking at each other. Like as you imagine this in your mind, do you see yourself in a spotlight with only you and Rick Flair? Like that—that's the way I see my my life's most embarrassing moments. Like I see it and I go, "It's just me and this thing," and I'm in a spotlight and there's no place to hide. You see it. Yeah, and and except for I would, I'm using I getting my butt kicked in my in my embarrassing and in a, in like in a, in a humbling, contrite, quivering, small voice, I said, uh, you know, Mr. Flair, I just want to sincerely apologize and want you to know I was kidding and respect you not as a person, you know, but as an athlete, and I'm very very sorry. And uh, that was it. You know, he sat down. How did he sit down? Have you ever seen someone sitting down in slow motion? Yeah. That's how it was. He just slowly went down. Yeah. And after about 15 minutes, you know, he, he stopped paying attention to the show and was talking to the girl, oh. which I didn't care. But that was what most probably the most humiliating thing I ever uh, experienced on stage. Wow. And, that, and it actually triggered me when you said that. What, when I said what? When you said, hey, do you know anything about wrestling or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's almost like feels like a snake that's like was up and ready to strike mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden just went 
you know, just back down a little bit and you go, oh, wow, I stepped close to something that was going to bite me. Yeah, it was, look, it was done in good humor, but I think it was the pride in me, honestly. Just, you know, I thought I was on top of the world and I could say anything to anybody and try to humiliate them on my on their expense, you know, like I'm on top. Anyway, it didn't work. But anyway, yeah. that's just, you know, another lesson in life that I learned. No, man, that's that's funny. I'm thinking about, like, who are you to Ric Flair? Like, Ric Flair is, at this point, he's probably on the top, on the top of the world. Yeah, he was the man back then. Yeah, he was the man. It's funny, though, because the man met the man, because... 21-year-old Nick is on stage, and I'm just seeing—I'm—I'm I'm seeing that, and I'm going, "Oh, like you think you're the man when you're standing on stage, you got a microphone, and uh, you know, and everybody's laughing at you, right. and you're getting the jokes, and and uh, you know, people are clapping for you. It's—it's it's quite a head rush. But you <laughs> think about him uh, being on his stage, and you being on your stage, and there's just this clash of. Um, identities really i think that's what it is i think that's what it is you're saying that uh i was crushing his identity at the same time yeah as as funny as it sounds isn't that the way identities are they're fragile things like if you have to create an identity uh and maintain it you don't really get any there's no downtime not ever not ever and uh so this guy here's a guy who has created this Oh, identity. Nature Boy Ric Flair. I mean, we look, we're still talking about it. He created it, but where did it come from? Yeah, he made it. He maintained it. And at that point, it was, I don't know, I, obviously we don't know him personally, but you got to think, um, that was expensive when you think about it. What, the, having his identity... Creating it. Creating it. Yeah, it the took, question it took is, a lot does, of work. does he have the same identity at home? I mean, that's what you kind of wonder. This guy's bigger than life. Woo! He does that. Yeah. He stands up. He's going to kick my tail. What happens when he goes home? Does he keep that identity? Is he really Ric Flair behind the scenes? I, I don't know. I don't I, know. Well, when you think, okay, who, who, who knows about that? But if a little 21-year-old punk on a stage in the Hilton Underground can, can threaten your identity I'm thinking that's pretty much who he has to be all the time you know I, I don't know who that lady was that he was with but I imagine like she pretty much had to call him nature boy <laughs> you know he was like I don't imagine he was like a hey, little Ricky I think he was probably like nature boy yeah and and I think that happens to a lot of people actually I think it happens to almost all of us we we end up with this created identity and you can create it out of a lot of different things. You could create it out of uh, being a business owner. Uh, you could create it out of being, um, uh, what did you call your band? Stage, is a show band. Show band, yeah. A uh, member of a show band. You could create it out of, um, I think, did I already say being a pro wrestler or yeah. being a singer or being the smart person or the, or the pretty person or whatever. And it's exhausting. It's Why exhausting. is it exhausting? Well, think about it, man. That dude has to get up every day. And prove to not he's not just proving to the world he has to prove to everybody and his own self that he is nature boy Ric Flair so doesn't everyone just have an identity their identity is their work or their marriage or uh, their looks I mean don't we always carry an identity with that sure. I would think so sure I, I think we do I mean I know I 
I have. I've had many identities. That's the thing about it. They're not really necessarily bad. It's just that they're exhausting and that they eventually run out. I mean, what happens when Nature Boy Ric Flair gets to be, like, our age? Now, you know, and he's, yeah. his body's all droopy and his hair isn't, you know, that color anymore. And so it's exhausting to do it. And that's what, uh, what I think about what I hear from, from our best friend is, hey, listen, come to me and I'll, I'll show you who you are. <laughs> I'll give you an identity that you don't have to maintain. I'll, I'll show you uh, who you are relative to the highest name, you know. The highest name that Ric Flair ever was going to have wasn't going to be Nature Boy Ric Flair. But it felt like it. I'm sure it felt really real. I mean, the highest name you're ever going to have isn't going to be mom or uh, dad or, you know, owner of a restaurant or, you know, the counselor or the pastor or the highest name you're ever going to have is just going to be son or daughter. And uh, when you, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you and tells you, who you are, you know, he's really, that's why he's your best friend. That is a relief, isn't it? Yes. I mean, when you sit there yes. and go, I don't have to put the act on, and it's not, and it's not a business owner or a singer or whatever oh, the, yeah. the occupation or uh, thing in your life, you just kind of rest in that. I, I agree with, totally with that. Yeah. I, you know what? But I didn't know it at the time. Yeah. Well, obviously, neither did Ric Flair. And I wonder if he ever found out who he was. And that's. Uh, and we, of course, we don't throw any stones because we've tried on a, oh my we've tried on a lot of different identities, That's right? That's for sure. That's for sure. I know the one that hurt me the worst and was uh, being a just being a dad, you know, playing house. I think I told you this. Um, my my identity was I'm going to be um, my kid's dad and my wife's husband, and we're just going to play house forever. But you know, your kids grow up, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> who are you? And you lose track of yourself. You try. I think maybe identities are kind of like suits, kind of like Rick, the Ric Flair suit. Yeah. And you know, he wore it for a while. Yeah. And uh, and it wears out. It's funny you say that. It almost takes, at least it did for me, takes a uh, a I won't say tr- word tragedy. I'll just say a life changing situation <clears throat> that Ooh. happens in your life that uh, kind of puts you back on what the reality and who your identity really is. And that, you were giving your example, mine was, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm actually, throat's getting closed up here, <clears throat> was actually um, uh, uh, through a divorce. Mm. And it, I was the successful husband, uh, father, business owner, and in an instant, you know, you kind of lose everything. And luckily, I was a believer, but I didn't even know who the heck my identity was back then Yeah. until I really started looking inside my, my heart. I don't think you see... That's the, the the fun thing about getting to know our best friend is he was there. He's here. Um, I think he's always saying, hey, uh, that suit you're wearing is going to rip. It's going to tear. Uh, when it does, are you going to look for me? You Because know, I can be found. You know, That's what the scriptures say. You know, look for me. I can be found. And, uh, and it's just so easy to invite him invite him into that moment and say oh okay yeah you you thought you were a successful business owner and a dad and you know and a husband and all these things and then all of a sudden you're not <clears throat> and um yeah and and when you meet him like that it it's just the sweetest thing in the world to have a best friend who's always your best friend even when you do something stupid like stand up and stick your finger in the face of rick flair 
which that actually was a moment right there, you know, where you got your identity, uh, you, you got, your, your identity ran up against a bigger identity in Ric Flair, but what you're talking about is how, how big can you, can you find an identity? How, how big an identity can you find, actually? One that can't be taken away. And well, so, if Ric Flair is listening to this, let me just say this. Rick, thank you for standing up, knocking down my identity, and so many years afterwards you're on my mind, and that there was a lesson uh, the Holy Spirit was trying to teach me that I didn't get back then, but definitely understand it now so many years later. So, hey, Rick, thank you, and woo! You are the man. <laughs> Let's try that one more time. Okay. Take 10. Thanks for joining us today on Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we hope to see you or you listen to us or tune in next week. Yeah, and if you see us, that'll be amazing. I don't know how you see us on a podcast, but if you want more information, you could actually see us at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com.